Hello family, this is In Christ Alone, your word break for today. And this week we started looking at the topic of inner strength. Inner strength. And essentially we we are looking at Ephesians chapter 3. And right there in the middle, from verse 14, Paul prays a prayer for the Ephesian church. And it's a prayer that they will be strengthened, he says, with might, with God's might, by God's spirit in the inner man. But he made he, he establishes a premise, a premise to this prayer, a reason for which he's praying this prayer for strength for them. And so when you go a few verses before that, he talks about his ministry, his ministry to reveal the mystery of Christ. That blessing that you and I who are Gentiles are also partakers of God's divine nature. We are partakers of God's mystery in Christ, God's blessings in Christ. We are partakers and we are heirs, we are fellow heirs, you know, of that inheritance that is that is in Christ. And he says that it is because of this that he's praying this prayer for the Gentiles. Which means that this prayer of strength is necessary so that we'll be able to actively participate. I say, I put it this way, to you know, practically manifest this blessing in our work with God. It takes this thing he's calling strength. And we saw that that strength is coming from God's spirit that is within. So we don't just, you know, practically, physically here on this earth, manifest this this life, manifest this blessing or, you know, physically participate in this blessing, you know, in a manifested way for all to see simply because we are Christians. Yes, we have them, we have access to them, but it takes an inner strength to be able to walk in them. And that's where we are. That inner strength comes from the spirit. And so going on, I want to understand how that inner strength is described by the apostle paul of course when you hear strength you think of that physical ability to do great and mighty things you know and that is not wrong but there's a way that here in ephesians chapter 3 the strength is described a way that gives us an idea of how to think on what that strength is where it comes from you know and how to work in it there's a way it's described and i want us to look at that and so reading on in that same prayer so the prayer was in verse 16 where he says that that god that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man Continuing, he says, verse 17, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you be rooted and grounded in love. The first part says that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. So he's saying that when you are strengthened with might by his spirit, God's spirit in the inner man, one of the manifestations is that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith. This is interesting. Interesting because these are people that the presumption is that they have received Christ already. Remember that this is a church he had, he had written to in, in, in Ephesians chapter 2, the chapter before, he talks about how they were in a former state where they were dead to sin, but now they have been saved by grace. Indeed, in the verse 16, in that prayer, he says that that strength comes from the Spirit, God's Spirit, big S, in the inner man. So there's the presumption is that these people already have Christ in them. But he says that when you receive strength, something new happens. It says that Christ dwells in your heart through faith, which means that Christ dwelling in your heart through faith is not the salvation process. It's not you coming into Christ. It's not Christ coming into your heart anew. It is something different. The, the, the word dwell here describes that 
interaction or that experience where it's as though Christ is at home. When you dwell in a place, you are at home in that your dwelling is where you have all of your, you know, domestic activity. That is where you are at home. So if Christ dwells in your heart, it is more than just Christ coming into your heart. It's that Christ is at home in our heart. It is it is something that is descriptive of a relationship. When Christ dwells in your heart by faith, he's using it to describe that relationship where you and Christ, you know, you have a certain level of intimacy. Intimacy happens in the home. So when Christ dwells in your hearts, you are walking with Christ at a certain level of intimacy. So when the Apostle Paul is saying is that when you receive that strength, when you are strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man, it manifests in your level of intimacy with Christ. This is interesting. Like I said, when you think of strength, you would first want to think about all the powerful things that you'd be able to achieve physically. But that wasn't the first thing the Apostle Paul refers to when he talks about us being strengthened. The first thing he talks about when we are strengthened with might by God's Spirit in the inner man, the first thing he talks about is that Christ dwells in our hearts. We have a certain active fellowship, a certain active relationship. Christ is at home with us. We have a certain active deep relationship. And it makes a lot of spiritual sense. You know, in Daniel chapter 11, verse 32, there's a promise, there's a prophecy that is made, you know, concerning the Antichrist and the things that he'll do. But there's a statement there, a very popular, popular expression. This is what the Bible says. Those who do wickedly against the covenant shall he corrupt with flattery. So he's talking about the Antichrist and how he will corrupt those who, you know, walk in wickedness. But he says that, but... But the people who know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. The people who know their God. Now remember, the word know is not just a word of acquisition of knowledge. It's a word of intimacy. So what he's saying here is that the people that are intimate with their God, the people that walk in a certain level of intimacy with their God, says they shall be strong and they shall do great exploits. The people that know their God, that are intimate with their God, shall be strong and shall do great exploits. So it makes a lot of sense when the apostle Paul says, that when we are strengthened with might by God's spirit in the inner man, the manifestation of it first is that Christ dwells in our hearts. Christ is at home in our hearts. We have a deeper relationship with Christ in our hearts. Strength is manifested in the life of those that actively and deeply fellowship and are intimate with Christ. And Christ dwells in their hearts. You know, in John chapter 6, Jesus had done a lot of miracles. It's in John chapter 6 that he feeds the 5,000. He walks upon the seas. The next day, the Bible says that a lot of people were following him. And the disciples asked a question, that how can we do such mighty works? How can we do the works of God? So they were looking for a certain understanding of how they'll be able to, you know, show strength, right? But in verse 29 is what Jesus said. Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he sent. Really, the mighty works of strength is manifested first in you being able to be in that place where you believe in him whom he has sent. And that comes when you have that intimate work with the Lord. 
when you know the Lord, when you know Christ, you are strong and then you do exploits. There's one more thing to understand about inner strength. And I'll come your way again. I wish you a wonderful day. God bless you.